Welcome to Things I Preach to Myself About Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Vangen. So did you know, I am bilingual. I speak the world, and I speak God. I'm a coin. I have two sides. I stand on two continents, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of man. I am hypocrite. You are hypocrite. Now, would I be burned at the stake or hung on a cross for crimes against the Roman Empire as a Christian? Would I be convicted by a judge for believing in Christ and going against the ways of the government or the world? Would the witnesses that come to testify say, Why is he being tried? He's just like us. We see no difference in him than ourselves. Or would they condemn me for being a follower of Jesus? Now, the Bible says you cannot serve God and man at the same time. You serve one, you hate the other. Is serving the world with its lusts and desires essentially the same as turning your back on God? Why then do we constantly try to walk in these two different, very hostile to each other worlds? Man is spirit by nature, and there are two different realms of that spirit. There's the spiritual world of God and the spiritual world of the devil. Now, this world we live on is fallen away from God. Not that he has lost control or has given it over to the devil as a plaything or a prize. On the contrary, God has let this fallen world to its own devices, given over, as it were, more of a punishment. Look at chapter 1 of Romans. Now, this is literally the war zone that we are involved in. Now, much is said about this battle in the scriptures. Jesus said that we must deny ourselves, our flesh, or the fleshly world, and take up our cross daily. Chapter 9 of Luke. We must die to self, putting off the old man or the old flesh. In Galatians 5, it says, And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Now, this is all said to remind us that the front lines of the battle is right here within us and in front of us at every moment of every day. We need to know this and decide. We have to choose. Choose this day whom you will serve. We need to determine that, you know, what we want to be fluent in. Do we want to be fluent in the world or fluent in God? And the evidence of this choice is clear. It's by the fruits we produce. Now, we live in such a watered-down world, especially here in America, where it is accepting of all religions and ideologies, just as long as they are soft and not condemning, uplifting and positive, and most of all, neutral. So if you do good deeds, watch your mouths, keep smiles aloft in mixed company, and not tamper with the norm of the day by disrupting the complacency of the world, then all is going to be accepted and tolerated. Even the mainstream church denominations have set aside the majority of the Bible, or the entire Bible itself, and only teach the happy, positive things, the feel-good encouragements, and all that will be tolerable with the masses. But biblical teaching that is neutral or generic like this is just as bad as being cold against God. To preach that sin is an abomination to a holy God, that the worldly unbelievers will perish in the lake of fire because of their sins, well, that's just plain unacceptable. True Christianity takes the Bible wholly and completely. No compromises. 
Sin and repentance are taught. Damnation is the punishment. God is holy and just and condemns sinners to hell. Ignoring the harshness of eternal misery doesn't make it go away or that God will just overlook the ugliness of sin. Christ said in Revelation chapter 3, verses 15 and 16, to the church of Laodicea, that I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. I would that you were cold or hot. So because you're lukewarm and neither hot or cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Now that, that's an extreme thought for today's world. The world sees God as this giant teddy bear. They, they want to view God as a cosmic vending machine, you know, producing blessings and joy upon the prayers and requests to anyone who asks. The world has put God in a box, thinking they're able to bend his ear and make him dance to their whims. In other words, the world has redefined the holy God of the Bible. Now, Isaiah had the right view of God, though. In chapter 6 of his writing, he exclaims, Woe is me, for I am lost. I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Wow, such reverence. The God of the Bible is to be revered. He's to be feared, adored, honored, glorified, praised, worshipped, approached with trembling, listened to, respected, and above all, loved by every fiber of our being. The great catechism of the Puritans has this question. It's the first question. What is the chief end of man? And the answer is to glorify God, like it's referenced in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, and to enjoy him forever. Psalm 73. So, how how can we glorify and revere God if we treat him with complacent disrespect? How, How can we worship God if we acknowledge him once in a while? How can we stand righteous before his holy throne when we are covered in the foulness and stench of this world's sins? Now, John's first letter clearly shows the hypocrisy this world has. It says, If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie, and we do do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. Now, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. The world doesn't think it sins. Most will say that they are good people. You know, good enough to get into heaven. Christ didn't die on the cross to wash away our sins so that we can walk in the darkness of this world. To claim Christ and yet wallow in the filth of this world is hypocrisy. Christ called out the religious leaders of his day. You know, you look in Matthew 23 about the Pharisees and the scribes. They thought they were pious and upright before God. 
though inside they were filthy and worldly. They wanted the benefits of God without giving up the sins of the world. And the sins of the world are clearly spelled out within the pages of the Bible. So why doesn't the world want to hear about sin? Because it doesn't like any light shining in their darkness. When you turn on the lights in a building infested with rats, they scurry away because they don't want to be exposed. The world wants to hide. So what they've done is they've watered down Jesus to the level of just a great teacher because the Bible clearly says he is the light. And the light that shines in the darkness, but the darkness hasn't overcome it. People don't want their sins exposed because they enjoy them too much. They don't want to give up their lifestyle. They don't want to face ridicule from their family and friends. So the simple way is just to walk the watered-down road. Lukewarm, they call it. Now, I, for one, am as guilty as the next self-proclaiming Christian of being lukewarm in my walk with God. I confess that. There is none righteous, no, not one, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And this can be pretty disheartening to say the least. We, and I include myself here, have a weak faith. The world rages around us and we get distracted and often easily drawn into the worldly flesh, taking our eyes off of Jesus, just as uh, Peter did when he was walking on the water to Jesus and he started to drown. But like Peter... We can call out to our Lord for help. It seems that I do that an awful lot. Now, Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 that though our outer man or our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. It's a daily battle, folks. It is a daily decision. We walk by faith, whether a little or a lot, and not by sight. If we look around at this world, the flesh, through the lens of the Bible, we see such ugliness. We cannot produce the evidence fruit of our faith if we are walking in the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. We must first gird up our faith and walk. Then we can have the strength and courage to stand bold for the word of God against the enemies of God. Letting our light so shine before men means that we must first have a bright enough light to shine. If the candle of our faith is covered in filth because we walk among the filth, it will never properly light, and we, as well as those around us, will remain lost in the darkness of this evil world. So, choose this day whom you will serve. If it's Christ then you cannot exist in both worlds. To claim Christ is to claim God's kingdom, and Christ is not divided. Neither should we be divided. This has been Things I Preach to Myself About podcast. Again, I'm your host, Rich Vang, and if you have any comments, concerns, questions, you can always reach me at canonforhire01 at gmail.com. I appreciate your listening, and I pray that you would continue to dwell deep in the Word of God and bury His Word as a light into your path. Amen.